0: Welcome to episode 107 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Stand Strong. Today I'll be looking at season 4, episode 9 of the Andy Griffith Show, Up in Barney's Room, and I'll be looking at scripture from 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 8. In the beginning of today's episode, we see Barney returning to his apartment at the Mendelbright Park Apartments. Barney stands outside as he tries to sneak in some food into the house as Miss Mendelbright is entertaining a guest. There's a no cooking sign outside the house, but Barney ends up doing some cooking in his room anyway. After Barney ends up burning some chili in his room, Miss Mendelbright ends up evicting Barney from his room. Barney ends up moving into the back of the courthouse for a short term while he looks for a permanent place to live. Staying at the courthouse doesn't work out too well, and Andy and Barney go to see Mrs. and to see if she'll give Barney his room back, and they end up learning that, well, Mrs. Mendelbright, she's going to get married to her new tenant, and she's going to sell her house. Later Barney sees Mrs. Middlebright at the bank and learns that she's taken out all of her money just to give to her future husband Mr. Fields. Barney suspects him of being a swindler and tells Andy who calls the state police. They later find out that Mr. Fields is a con man and back at Mrs. Middlebright's, we see that Mr. Fields has given some cider to her, the same cider that's turned hard and well Barney got gassed on it back at the sheriff's office as Mr. Fields tries to leave. Andy and Barney arrest him as he's about to run off of Mrs. Mendelbright's purse. Barney and Mrs. Mendelbright end up sharing a moment together where they both end up crying and hugging in somewhat of a drunken stupor. In the epilogue, we see Barney back in his apartment at Miss Mendelbright's as she comes in the room and allows him some concessions as to being a renter again. Those three concessions, a his rent is cut back to five dollars. Two, he's allowed to use a hundred-watt light bulb, and C. He's allowed to cook in his room again. Bless her heart. The scripture I want to look at today comes from 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And that's from the English Standard Version. Peter writes that we are to be sober-minded and be watchful. We need to have our wits about us and be alert at all times, since we have an enemy that's after us at all times. The term adversary is trying to translated to mean enemy, and have no doubts about it, the devil is our enemy, and he wants nothing more than to see us crumble and see us fall. If we were to go into a jungle, we'd be very weary about where we walked as an animal could come out of nowhere to attack us. Remember that lions might have their own pair of tweezers that they use to hunt us with. Too many times people make fun of the devil by making him, you know, look like a red uh, demon of some type or a red, really like a clown with a pitchfork. And, you know, they try to make him something that's not going to be really scary. We try to make him out to be something that is, you know, it's funny looking and something that we don't worry about. When he really, he can be as charming as can be and can be as dangerous as a snake. When Mr. Fields come to town, I'm guessing he started asking people around town about a place to stay. He probably heard about how nice of a place that Mrs. Middlebride had and how she was such a sweet woman. He might not, you know, have had his eyes set on her to begin with, but I think the more he heard, he just knew that she was a perfect target. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes, but thinking, you know, that they're good people and, you know, maybe they've just been tempted and something's gone wrong. But, Andy's call of the state police lets us know that Mr. Fields was really, he was bad to begin with. He was a professional con man. He wasn't a good man who just got tempted and went astray. He was a wolf in sheep's clothing all along. Once he was able to move into one of the rooms at her house, he found out the cider was left in Barney's room, and he found out that it turned bad, and he immediately developed a plan of action. In just a short period of time, he was able to convince Mrs. Mendelbright to take out all the money that she had in the bank and then he made plans on taking it he was as peter writes a line on the prowl luckily barney was watchful over her and he starts off sober minded enough to catch what's going on ensuring that mrs Mendelbright is protected now let me ask how good are you at avoiding temptation You know, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at avoiding temptation, at least from the hours of 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. in the morning. And for the record, I've heard if you dream about temptation, it doesn't count. You know, that's the fault of your id or maybe your super id or your ego. It's one of those. I can't remember which one. I'd have to look into Barney's 25-cent magazine to see which one it is. You know, I think we can all say that we're tempted in one way or another just about every day. The Bible tells us that Christ was tempted. However, he passed with flying colors. Me, on the other hand, well, not so much. But I'm sure that everybody that's listening, well, you've probably all failed in one way or another also. We are being tempted because we have a smart enemy. An enemy that knows our weaknesses. An enemy that knows how to exploit those weaknesses. And if we give in to temptation and sin, we have an enemy who will point out how we failed and he will accuse us before God. Before the sin, he'll tempt us, and he tells us, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. And he'll tell us that, don't worry, it's a secret nobody will ever find out. But what happens after we sin? He'll be the first one there that's telling us what we've done wrong. He'll be the first one to try to make our secret known. And he will do all of this while mocking us and telling us how we failed God. In the book of Revelation, John writes, and he calls him the accuser of the brethren. He's worse than any grade school bully or tattletale that you've ever had to deal with. You see, Peter wrote that we are to be sober-minded and watchful. And what are we watching for? Well, we're watching for the enemy. And how do we know him? We know him by studying God's word. And we study God's word not only to recognize the enemy, but also to know how to defend against the enemy. Barney was a lawman, and Barney had a tendency of, well, he's had a tendency of seeing crooks when really there wasn't any. But with Mr. Fields, well, I think he was spot on with this one. He knew the signs when he saw them, and he knew exactly what to do when trouble arose. He went and told Andy. In our Christian lives, we're faced with, and well, we'll face many temptations in the future. But being tempted is not a sin. As I said, Christ was tempted, but he did not give in to temptation and sin. When Satan tempted Christ, Christ entered back with God's word, which would be his strength. We gather together with other believers to worship because God's words tell us to. We tithe and we support the church and its ministries because we're instructed to by God's word. We take communion because, well, God told us to in his word. We have potluck dinners where we all meet at the fellowship hall and eat. Well, okay, that might be a Baptist thing, but I'm pretty sure it's in there somewhere. It might be in the message Bible, but You know, I'm pretty sure it's there. But we need to be aware of our enemy. We need to study God's word to be able to recognize the counterfeits. And when temptation does come our way, we need to use the strength that we have through God's word to be able to stand strong against our enemy. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you join me next week as I'll be looking at Season 4, Episode 10, A Date for Gomer. Until then, thanks for listening.